good morning good afternoon good evening and welcome everyone welcome to musings with jesus um, a daily podcast based on my reflections on faith life and love i am your host shola thank you for joining me today and typically i always introduce the podcast by saying this is just a conversation what i'm doing through this podcast is letting you into my life into conversations that i've had with god my ongoing journey with him trying to make sense of life trying to make sense using the lens of scripture so everything that you will hear um, today is, is is really based on inspiration from the word of god as contained in the bible so thank you for joining me and i hope this will be useful for you in some shape or form if it is please do share with anyone that you think would also similarly connect with what's coming through thank you very much so Today we're going to be talking about the spirit, the spirit of truth. My, t- my title for today's episode is Spirit of Truth. I'll try to keep it to three letter words. So yeah, Spirit of Truth. And essentially I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And I think most of us listening will be familiar, you know, of that um, title. I mean, the way in which those words, I mean, as they be used to describe the Spirit of God. And we know that there's a holy trinity. If you know you are a Christian, you've been raised in a Christian setting, you're familiar with the Bible, you know that the New Testament introduces the Holy Spirit to us. And there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament does talk about you know the seven spirits of God in certain prophetic words, but it doesn't talk in depth about the person of the Holy Spirit like we see it in the New Testament. So today I'm just going to introduce you slightly into my relationship with the Holy Spirit. And this is very emotional for me because the Holy Spirit has been such a big part of my life ever since I, I got introduced to Him. Of course, Jesus is the person we all know through Scripture and the Bible. And I think at a point in time in my life, I I realized that the Holy Spirit was actually a person. And, you know, we focus a lot on Jesus and everything. And that's fantastic because He's the way, the truth, and the life. You know, He's the Lamb that came. Everything, if not for Jesus, we wouldn't even have access to the throne of grace and to the Holy Spirit. So, Yes, Jesus is the way to start and everything, but today we're going to be talking about what Jesus told his disciples as he was leaving and why Jesus even had to leave in the first place because really he could have stayed on earth, he had resurrected anyway, why did he need to go back? So, this is really about talking about the person that the Lord Jesus Christ sent back to us, the Holy Spirit, and I'm sharing everything I'm going to be talking about today. In fact, most of, uh, virtually everything I talk about on this podcast is deeply personal, but today's one is even more so because, and I'm just hoping that I would be able to share a little bit and give a bit of insight that God will open my heart out and, you know, share with to everyone who the Holy Spirit is to me and who he would like to be in all our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So let me start with my headline scripture. I always have a headline scripture that sort of like sets the tone for everything that we're talking about. So today is going to be in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 13. Now, John was the disciple that Jesus loved. So he really talked a lot. I mean, if you want to really understand some things about God, Jesus as a person and what was important to him, Trinity things, I mean, just go to John because you can tell from the language and the things that he shared that he really heard from the lips of the master. You know, it wasn't a second person thing. There's just a spirit that comes through in John that you may not get in the other 
gospel some of the other gospels are a bit more historical they're a bit more like watching from afar they're still important and everything but john really gives you that up close and personal look so a lot of the scriptures about the spirit of truth and the holy spirit you actually find them in john and you know either john first john you know the other or even in revelation but john the book the gospel according to john is a fantastic place to really sit down and spend some time if you want to learn about the spirit of truth so john 16 says verse 13 says when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth now this is jesus speaking for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come so this is him talking to the disciples introducing the spirit of truth he had to go into detail because they didn't know who he was talking about and they didn't know what he would be like but what i want to draw out here he describes him as the spirit of truth and notice he keeps on saying when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come good now john 15 26 still in the same john he says but when the helper comes now he calls him helper whom I will send to you. Please bear that in mind. It is Jesus that went to heaven to send him back to us. From the Father. So you see how the Trinity works together. The Spirit of Truth. He calls him again the Spirit of Truth. Who proceeds from the Father. So that Spirit of Truth is coming from the Father. He says, He will bear witness of me. Now I need to stop here so that I don't forget this. Many of us, when we're growing up in Christianity, they refer to the only, we, we see him as an it. And I think that's the fundamental error that has kept many of us from having a deeper relationship with him because it's not possible to have a relationship with an it. You first have to acknowledge that that you know there is a personality, there is a spirit, there is a soul, there is perhaps a body, there is a presence. You know before you can actually begin to have a relationship the same way you would do with a normal human being. And I put it to everyone listening this morning that yes, the same way you have a personal relationship with Jesus. The whole idea why Jesus went and sent him back to be with us on earth is so that we can have that same personal relationship. But I, I know honestly, most of us do not. And it's not our it's not necessarily our fault, it's because we have not been taught. Jesus had to teach the disciples, and he did not unleash the ministry until he sent the Holy Spirit back. So they were all gathered together waiting. If you read Acts 2, it was when they were gathered together in a place. That the Holy Spirit came down and he met all of them and that was when they were then unleashed to go and start doing all the miracles and testifying and about Jesus before then they were just sitting by themselves singing we are we have come again we have come again father we have come again <laughs> they were saying, Holy Ghost we have come again but there was no Holy Ghost there so they were just gathering together unto him you know they, they, there was there was they, they didn't have the power or the ability to do more than that so anyways so there we are but it is a jesus referred to him as a he so it's not an it even though we depict him as a dove because the bible shows times when you know i think um, you know that i'm not even sure of the scripture where that happens but he's not a dove his characteristics his behaviors yes we also depict him as oil you know but he's not oil either we also depict him as wine but he's also not wine those are um natural characteristics that are used to describe his personality harmless as a dove um, sweet as wine and you know regenerating as oil it is not he's not any of those things those, you understand because he is God the father he cannot be a creature when he is a part of the creator 
right ahead. I think we understand that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me to explain this. So, I will share a bit of my testimony with the Holy Spirit. Let me just read one or two more scriptures. So, First John chapter 5, verse 6 says, This is he. Again, he just noticed anytime I say he. I won't draw attention to it again, but I think I made that point. This is he who came by water and blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies because the Spirit is the truth. First Corinthians 2, um, chapter 2, verse 10 says, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches, searches everything, even the depths of God. So now we're going to, this is bringing us to showing us how he operates. Now, First um, Corinthians 2, chapter 2, verse 12 now says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. Now here is the thing. And I think First Corinthians 2, verse 11 explains this i will read that one and then i'll stop there for a bit it says who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him so also no one can comprehend the thoughts of god except the spirit of god and that's why that's i mean that is the crucial point the reason god the father god the son sent god the spirit to us is because he knew that there is no way we can work with him we cannot even begin to understand who and what he is without that spirit of truth Anyone that is attempting to work with God without having a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And please, just the same way you cannot have a relationship with me from afar. You have to come up to me and hold your hand out to me and say, Oh, hello, my name is um, 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 David. I want to be your friend. Or my name is um, um, Betty. I want to be your friend, Shola. You know, you have to introduce yourself to me. There must be a day that you actually walked up to me, stretched out your hand to me and said, Hello. And then you asked me, what do I do? You started talking to me. You started building a relationship. Can I take your number? Can I come and visit you at home? You know, and then you start getting to know me. That is exactly how it is with the Holy Spirit. He doesn't budge into anybody's life. If you never walk up to him to make that first introduction of yourself, he will stay in his own place. He will stay in his lane. And that's why he's depicted as a dove. Because he does not look for trouble. He's a spirit of peace. And he doesn't go where he's not wanted. But anybody that asks for him, yes, you will surely receive. But you have to ask. Now, my journey with the Holy Spirit began when I read Ben Hinn's book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. And anyone listening to this, if you want to know, have a little bit more of a deeper relationship with the Spirit of God, I would recommend that book. I read the book and I read, Ben Hinn wrote a lot about Catherine Coleman, who is also a great woman of God. She's passed on now. She's American. The relationship we had, she had with the Holy Spirit, the things that God did through her, she was just... Like, you know, she was working on, in fact, I can't even tell you about Catherine Kuhlman, that's another subject for another story. So he was, he met her at some point in time and he was inspired by her life. And he too got to realize that, wow, the Holy Spirit is actually a person. And he started building a relationship with him. And he started every morning by saying, good morning, Holy Spirit. And somehow the Holy Spirit, you know, just began to reveal himself to him. And he started dealing with him like a human being, just essentially like a person. And I read that book and I was so fascinated and I was like, I had to try to, you know, I wanted it. I really wanted it, but I, I, I didn't know if it was possible to, re, you know, replicate the experience in my life. But I remember those years. I was a teenager. Then I would wake up and I would say, "Good morning, Holy Spirit," as well. And I actually, I had prayed that the Holy Spirit should come into my life. I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So why is it important to speak in tongues? Is because that's the evidence. And some people say not everyone should speak in tongues. I honestly believe that if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you should be able to speak in tongues. Because yeah, when the apostles received the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two, everybody spoke with tongues. The diversity of the tongues 
the manifestation that comes with it may be different but yes as a baseline we should all be able to speak in tongues but i digress anyways so i had that already but that this whole good morning holy spirit holy spirit around you teaching you working with you i didn't really have it but i desired it and the bible in corinthians talks to us about desiring things and that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off in another place so if you don't desire to have a relationship with the holy spirit you won't have it you have to really desire it desire it so i desired it and i asked for it and i didn't know that god heard me it was much later i just thought that okay i started dealing with him he got to a point whereby you know i started talking with him he became a real person to me and all i can say is everybody that has worked with me in the office people who have worked very closely with me all of you that know all those things that you hear me that shola senses she knows it is the spirit of truth that reveals it to me he is the i can't even imagine living one day one second without him i i i can't i just can't he is the wind he's the wind under my wings he's 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 the sail he's everything he he's my rock he's my pillar you know he he talk, he sh- he makes sense of life for me and he holds me through the deepest darkest days and you know i have conversations with him when i say when i say you know remember whatever happens to me in this life i i, I don't really care but you must never leave me and that's the understanding i have with him i said i can go through anything it will be tough i will i may cry it may be painful i said but if you are by my side it doesn't matter that's all you know and honestly yeah i i think you 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 feel you feel me here so this is really i i hadn't planned to talk about this but all i just want is if you're someone that as i'm speaking to you this is strange to you you don't have this and you want this you can have it you can have it just by asking him you can go back read all the scriptures that i've read and even by i think anything his book is a good starting point because he goes into a lot more detail i mean sorry benny hinn's book can it take into has some books on the holy spirit but i think i would recommend anyone a starting point is benny hinn's good morning holy spirit because that really brings you into the spirit of who he is so he is a person he's a personality just like god is just like jesus is he is and i we, we can't go into all of that here but let me just so God says that it is only the Holy Spirit that knows us in his in his heart. So you can only get to know what is in God's heart concerning you when you have the Holy Spirit. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 it says where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. So when he comes in there's freedom, there's deliverance. And that's what makes people, you know, some of us do things that ordinarily we ourselves know in our natural capacity we're not able to do. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be witnesses. Even everything that I'm sharing on this podcast, this is all, I mean, disclaimer, this is all Holy Spirit leading me, talking to me, the conversations, I say conversations with Jesus, but it's actually conversations with the Holy Spirit, you know, it's actually the Holy Spirit sharing, you know, the words of Jesus, because the Bible says that he will speak and that he will declare the things to come, that what he hears is what he will speak. So he searches the heart of God get information from the heart of God and then translate it into our heart. He's the in, is that is the intermediate, is the mediator, is the intermediary, you know. And then um, this is what Jesus said to the disciples. Let me read what Jesus said to the disciples just before he left. He said, this is in John 14. He says from verse 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. In other words, me, I was the first one. I will give, he will give you another helper 
that will be with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him. But you, that's you, my disciples and my followers and all that believe upon me, you will know him because he will abide with you and he will be inside you. Then chapter 16, John 16 verse 5 says, this was Jesus now telling them, it is better that I live so that when I go, I will send the helper, the helper will come to you. He says, if I go, I will send him back to you. So he says the world cannot receive him. Yes. So people don't, most people don't know (laughs) that there is something called the spirit of truth. He says it cannot. He says because it does not see him, because the world, anything that they cannot see, they do not receive. And they do not know him. But he says the promise to us is that we will know him because he will abide with us. So you will have his presence around you. He will live with you. So like me now, he's living, as I'm sure as I'm doing this podcast, he's actually here with me as well. And that he will also be inside me. So everywhere I go, I carry him with me. Provided I do not grieve him because he's also a very sensitive spirit. There are certain things that you do, that I do, that actually grieves him and his presence departs. Not that he will live from inside of you, but you just find out that mm, you're not hearing him as much as you do. So there's a condition, there's an environment that's conducive to his being, you know, to him, he's, he's being comfortable with you. And, you know, it's about holiness, righteousness, your heart being right, certain things driving away, unforgiveness, sin, evil talking, you know. So, that yeah, and we're all on that journey, making sure the environment around us is conducive to him. But the good thing is that when you hurt him, if you have a relationship, you're able to talk with him. He tells you what you've done wrong. He helps you to repair it. He shares the love of God in your heart. And yeah, he's just the most amazing person to have around you. So I want to encourage everyone because in a minute I'm going to start crying now. To just build a relationship with this spirit of truth. He's the most awesome human being. He's, you know, he's the very essence of God. And I think it would be a shame if we all leave this earth and we get to heaven and we now realize that there was someone that could have made a fantastic difference to our experience on earth. And we just never knew. You know, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. We need the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of God. And everything, every vacuum that we could ever have in our life and in our hearts, which we look for things in the world to fill, and unfortunately they cannot, which we look for relationships to fill, and unfortunately they cannot, the spirit of truth will provide that feeling for us. So I pray right now for every soul and every heart listening. For everyone that craves to have this relationship with the Holy Spirit. That may they find Him. May they seek Him and find Him. May He come into their hearts and their lives, O God. And make us all experience You in a new way. In a way that we will be changed forever. And become true worshippers, given to the things of God, given to the paths of God, and seeing life, experiencing it in a way that we've never had before. All to the praise and to the glory of the Most High God. Thank you, Spirit of Truth, for being here. Thank you for walking in us. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for helping us through the paths and the challenges of life. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening.